Here we are with a brand new episode of Towelite Talk. This is Casey, and I have two two guests who used to do a podcast called Those Geeks You Know. You might be able to find those on your iPhone or Twitter devices or whatever somewhere, but who introduce yourselves. Uh, this is Bob, formerly of Those Geeks You Know, now of That Guy You Know. A.K.A. What was your name? Everyone had a funny name. No, no, I was... Uh, um, uh, I don't know. Dave, you go. It was the, it was the artist and no, the author in Batman. Yeah, the author that Joker kills. Um, oh, Sexton Oberon? Oberon yeah, Sexton. Sexton. Yeah, Oberon Sexton. Okay. I, I've always just been Dave. Um, so, yeah. Just Dave. Dave just Poole. Dave Poole. Bob had a... Dad Poole. He had a he had a hashtag. So anywho, we all we all had a podcast together, and then these two went and had kids and destroyed <laughs> the very fabrics of geekdom. Society. But um, here we are. We're back. We're we're doing a reunion episode, and um, we're going to do a little bit of a different format than what you might be used to with Chris and I, uh, where I'm going to play host to these two, and uh, we're going to just kind of react to a bunch of news that's come out in the last couple weeks. So, we're going to start off with Marvel News. Marvel News. Marvel News. Um, and first things up, Misty Knight has a bionic arm. Misty Knight. Yeah, so... Oh, now, I'm, I'm saying the news and I realize since you have not watched all of Defenders. Yeah, no, I know that she eventually gets it. Bob okay. hasn't seen Luke Cage. Yeah, so I am... Yeah, I'm really behind on the TV shows, mainly because of the two kids that I had that Casey had mentioned. Um, but I have not seen Luke Cage. I've not seen Iron Fist. I've not seen Defenders. Um, uh, Game of Thrones, I'm, I'm catching up on. That's one of my <laughs> favorite TV shows of all time. But but yeah, I will... Uh, is Defenders any good? I heard Iron Fist was garbage. Is Defenders any good? I'm six episodes in on Defenders. So you got two left. Yeah, and everyone tells me how awesome it is. I just, I'm just not into it. Like, I like it. I like watching it. But for and what I, I Spoil I, alerts for everything, because I clearly already spoiled things by saying Missy Knight <laughs> has a bionic yeah. arm. Without saying spoiler alert. So, I'm, I don't know. I'm hoping... I'll probably rewatch it at some point. It's good. I'm just not as drawn into it as I thought Do I you would. like it, Casey? It is good... I just, you know that time when we all saw the Avengers and we were like, holy shit. Yeah. This gamble that they've been doing for five well, movies. First, or whatever, the first movie like that. It paid I mean, off. And hopefully in a few months, actually, not even a few months, two months, Justice League, you know what I mean? Seeing all those characters together on the yeah. screen will pay off. I don't know about that one. But the Avengers was really something that like was mind-blowing. Yeah. And... um for this, even though you know we we have our street level characters, I wanted it to be more. I wanted it to feel like holy cow, these so, guys belong together. But. So let me ask you this: so now now we're looking at uh, you know Daredevil starting this whole Netflix thing, and he had Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Iron Fist, mm-hmm. and now the Defenders. I mean, how would you rank those shows in order of you know must watch to you can pretty much skip it? I mean. I wouldn't suggest, suggest skipping any of them. I think. Well, I don't mean like skipping watch. like like a storyline wise. I mean like best to worst. How, how how are you ranking them? My my number one is Daredevil, um, season one. You want to go like that? No, don't, don't, well, only just, one of them has two seasons. Right. I mean, so for me, it would be Daredevil season two. Then 
Jessica Jones, then Daredevil Season 1, then Luke Cage. Sorry if I had to throw Defenders in there. Uh, so then Luke Cage, then Defenders, then Iron so Fist. So Defenders, which you were saying, were is like not bad, it's entertaining, is still the second to worst. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. That's exactly how I would pack them. This is... So you need to watch Iron Fist to get... Why we're here. Why Defenders exist. But basically, Defenders is... Daredevil season 2.5 and Iron Fist season 1.5. It is a continuation of the things that happen in those two shows. Those other two characters, you could actually technically not watch those shows and still be okay with getting it. It would be like how they introduce Wonder Woman and Batman v Superman and you're like, why is she here? Oh, well now I got that standalone movie, I'll go and watch that and I gotta get her story. Mm -hmm. So you, you could watch Defenders without watching Luke Cage or Jessica Jones, but... Because it really is an Iron Fist in Daredevil. There's, they're the reason why the things happen. Yeah, I saw Daredevil. I really liked Daredevil. It was done very well. Um, I mean, I think it's one of those things where it was done well. I'm not taking anything away from the show. So the two seasons? Yeah. You? Okay. Uh, I'm not taking anything away from the show. But I think it's one of those things where it was... There's such low expectations with not just that character, but also <laughs> coming off the Daredevil movie. Where it's like, I mean... Coming yeah, off anything. the Daredevil movie 20 years ago? Well, I mean, like, that was the only other reference of Daredevil we have, and it was such Correct. so subpar. Yeah, that they, Batman. But, I mean, so I like Daredevil. Jessica Jones is really good. I also had a little bias there. I had the Doctor in it. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. Um, but that was done really well. Um, and like I said, when, when Luke Cage got mild reviews and Iron Fist got bad reviews, I just kind of stopped watching all of them. I was we'll go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I think the ones that stand at the top of our lists are there not only because of the character, but because of the other characters. So, to me, Daredevil, both those seasons were great because of Kingpin. And oh, yeah. because of Punisher. Yeah. And then Jessica Jones well, was great. And, and Electra. And Stick. And Electra was great. And Stick. Yeah, but and more stick, so yeah. those other ones. And then, with Jessica Jones, it was um, Kilgrave. Right. It was awesome. And Luke Cage showed Which, up I'm really... On uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah. I gotta say, to me, Luke, or um, Kil Kilgrave... <clears throat> Kind of carried that season more than Jessica Jones in my right. eyes, and that's so why I'm kind of I'm kind of curious as to see what they're going to do with season two because that character's gone now. So, are we talking about that later? You can throw it in. Yeah, I guess it's the time. time he's going to be in the next season. But is he going to be in because he's going to be like flashback? flashback. I think see, it's going to be. I don't like that. I don't like when they say, "Oh, we're bringing the character back." No, you're not. They're, it's going to be flashback. It's going to have zero impact on her current life, other than maybe some trauma or PTSD or something like that. It's like, going to be that because there was that whole time with they, they were together, and we saw really. Brief right. glimpse of it in Jessica Jones, so there's just going to be more flashback stuff. Yeah, I um, agree with that. But I mean, one of the things that I think I struggle with Luke Cage, I know that you haven't watched it, spoiler alert, is that one of my one of the characters that I really liked doesn't make it the whole season. So, I think that hurt. If that character would have made it the whole season, I think that that show probably would have been better, because I was really invested in that character. I did I did watch um, like the first ten minutes of the first episode. The music's awesome. I think Luke Cage, it starts off amazing yeah halfway through it, it it's not that it gets horrible or anything to me it just there's a shift yeah it's not as good as the first half but the first half of that show would you say it's when that happens though oh yeah, yeah when it's that, exactly yeah. when it happens but we'll be talking about well, that yeah. actor later I just saying, you're making me want to go and watch it now so uh, it is very good um so anywho just to bring it all back misty knight has a bionic arm <laughs> she does in the comics i'm excited to see her get back to those comic roots yeah, I think that'll be 
it's a natural progression. So I'm glad that they are um, going that way, and I'm glad that she'll be a prominent character. On, yeah. a, on a side note, I'm I like when directors or writers or producers or whatever put their own stamp on characters or storylines. I have no problem with that. Um, and I love when they kind of reference or, or or go back to the roots in certain points to touch on a character's, you know, real comic book history or like for the bionic arm thing. Um, so I don't I don't like the the fans who are like, oh I wanna see exactly what the comic book had just on the screen. It's like no, I like I like I go to see the interpretation. I go to see the changes that they're making. But on the same token, don't take a character and go to left field with it. Like don't don't make it a completely different character with the same name. That's that's a little too much. I agree. Like if you made Superman kill, that would be weird. Oh wait, they did that. Um, Superman has killed in the comic books. I'm just saying. It's not like it's the first time. No, but I think I think your statement though does does support like why you really you did you really enjoyed Batman vs Superman, yeah. whereas me and Casey were like didn't as much. Um, and I don't mind it. Also, I, I guess the only time I want like exact is like if you're calling something like the storyline. So if they do like. The Dark Knight. The, yeah, I would want that as close to the source material as possible. Because right. I mean, the Dark like, Knight mm. returns. And I won't, I yeah, won't sit here. It's I like won't making a book movie of a book. You know? Right. That's all. I won't sit here and say that uh, you know Batman v Superman was like the greatest movie of all time. I liked it a lot. I obviously love those characters. I like how they took a couple different comic book storylines and kind of put them together. It, they could have done a lot more with it. It could have been like a ten times better movie. But it's not to say that what they did do was garbage. I will say that I am kind of nervous about the Justice League because if I had heard about that, what I've heard about, every, or if I've heard about other things, what I heard about that, I'd be equally as nervous with different directors and them doing last minute reshoots. We'll talk and, about DC in a bit, but okay. I understand where you're, where you're coming from. Um, sticking around with the the Marvel Netflix thing, we did get a teaser for a new Punisher. Um, well, just the new Punisher show that's coming. Uh, they didn't announce a date, though. And given their past history, it's usually coming in November. What do you guys think of that? I think. And will you tune in? I will. I'll definitely watch that. Like that's to me is one of the times that they've casted an actor, and I'm like, yeah, that makes complete sense to like play a role. Um, I saw the trailer. I really liked it. I thought it looked interesting. Um, the character already kind of has a background because we've seen him in uh, Daredevil season two. So I'll definitely be tuning into that. If it's November, that's even more awesome because that's two months away. Yeah. Bob? Um, I don't share as much enthusiasm for this character as I do other characters. Um, even seeing him in Daredevil Season 2? Yeah, No, I, I liked him in Season 2. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of this actor. He was good in Walking Dead, but I think he's like trying to do like a Batman voice for Punisher everything's everything's like so intense and so he's so angry about everything and I get it it's Punisher he's angry about everything but I don't know I'll, I'll definitely watch it I'll definitely watch it um, he did great in, in, in Daredevil season 2 so his standalone show should be pretty decent I just don't have huge high hopes for it I uh I do I mean I I, I liked him a lot you know what I mean like I'm one of the people who like both of the Punisher movies like I think that mm-hmm. Thomas Jane did a, a fine job. I didn't like that it was PG thirteen, but I I like that movie. Yeah, it came out I like the Dirty Laundry. Have you guys ever watched that Mm-mm. thing he did called Dirty Laundry? So look it up. Look up Punisher Dirty Laundry, and it's like a six minute short that he did, and it's completely violent. Oh, it's okay. Over the top. It is like 
Punisher. Um, and then the one with uh, Ray Stevens, Punisher Warzone, directed by Alexi Alexander. I think that movie is genius. And the reason why Except is because... Except for John Travolta. Huh? Except for John Travolta. No, that's, that's the first oh, one. the first, first person, The second who, one. Who is the bad guy in the second one? Jigsaw. Jigsaw. It's very much a comic. Oh, there. Yeah, like, yeah. it's goofy, it's super violent, but it's like... It's a comic, you know what I mean? So, seeing him, when I saw him in uh, Daredevil, like, Punisher's always been one of my favorite characters ever. So, for me, I was like, okay, this is more in line with comic book Punisher. Yeah, you know, Batman voice aside, I think he still is going to do a really good job. And I hope, like you said, Dave, in November, it actually does come. Are you are you with me on the Batman voice, though? He does do that. It's, he's got uh... a bit of a scratchy... Like the whole and his like the bridge of his nose is bleeding the entire season. The season takes place over like seven months. Because he breaks it multiple times. Seven months. It's It's like every other minute he's bashing his his nose against (laughs) someone's face or getting beat up in jail. Yeah, that was a great scene. Like when he gets his feet like broken or whatever. That jail scene was a great scene. scene. Plus. You know, we got Kingpin. Hopefully Kingpin comes back. Jesus Christ. He was a great Kingpin. He was one of the best Marvel villains, yeah. period. That's his, I think that's what elevated those shows. He yeah. was like a little off at his... He, the villains he, are making these He shows, represented yeah. Kingpin's strength. I think, uh, yeah. who was the guy that played him in the movie... It was it wasn't Ben Rames. It was Ben Rames. Was it Ben Rames? Or was it Michael Clunkin, Clark Duncan? Michael, Michael Clark, Clark, Duncan. Clark Duncan. He kind of played. Like he had the cane yeah. with yeah. him, and it almost seemed like he needed the cane. Like he seemed like a, a weaker, slower kingpin. Whereas the, the one in the TV show we got was Does he even use. The, I don't think he used the cane at all in no. Daredevil. Right? And he, yeah. you, you see more of a. Okay, yeah, he's a big guy, but he is strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So, moving on to the movies a little bit. Spider-Man Homecoming, The Writer's Return. Dave and I saw it. Did you see that? I have not seen it yet. Because I'm behind on movies. I just saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2 for the first time. What did you think? What did you think? It was really good. Um, I, I liked... I think they did Ego pretty well. Um, I, I'm kind of done with the movie nomenclature of, oh, here's a guy that's super strong that nobody can beat. Here's a band of misfit ruffians who find a way to beat them. It's like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with that. Can we move on to another storyline now? Can you give me another example? Every movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> Every Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> okay. But I think they did Eagle pretty well. I liked the storyline. I just didn't like how he was a planet who had been around for millions and millions of years. And after 24 hours of meeting these, these guys, well, spoiler, they won. The Guardians of the Galaxy. What I like about Guardians is that it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, they do. They do kind of play on themselves a little bit. Drax is my favorite. Yeah, he's the greatest. Yeah, it was good. I thought it was good. I, I need to watch it again. Uh, my wife has, has not watched it. There's mine. So I have to show her. But Let's do a viewing party. Yeah, I remember. I would do that. I yeah. remember just going. This was a good movie. It's fun. It just wasn't as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. Like the first one, I remember go, going and saying. Holy well, shit! This is Star Wars. But again, it's the first. <laughs> it's the, first the first time you see those characters. So I think all the first movies, it's especially hard the Marvels, because think about Captain America: Winter Soldier. That was phenomenal. It, and but it better than the first one. Like Captain America: Winter Soldier is arguably one of the best Marvel movies. Right, ever but made. Captain America <laughs> set the bar kind of low. It was, you know, but golden times. It was our and first time even, seeing them. Yeah. It was just you're to right, go you're off right, your argument. You're 100% right. You're 100% right. Yeah. But I mean, just, so again, just saw that. I just saw Logan. I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. So I'm definitely behind when it comes to Wonder Woman comes out in two weeks. You haven't seen Logan? 
No, I've, I just saw Logan oh, okay. and haven't seen Wonder Woman. I think you'll like both. Yeah, well, you just you I didn't like. I didn't like Logan. Holy it shit. didn't. It didn't stay true to the Logan to the old man Logan comic books. But it was impossible to do that. I know, but they, I like, think literally impossible. I think their weak attempt to make it an R-rated movie because Deadpool was successful was garbage. Um, you yeah. are just just. For the record, you're the only person who said this in America. Go on. <laughs> I just, like, I've, I've not heard anyone yeah, say anything like, bad about Logan until right now. Yeah. Until right now. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it was a bad movie. I didn't I didn't think it was a bad movie. I just... One to ten, I would probably give it a six or six and a half. Jesus. Like, it was, it was good. I would... <laughs> that I would little girl it. was uh, so fucking good. Yes, but... <laughs> I mean, again, you're getting. My the, wife was sobbing. You're getting at the, the, end the of very, that movie. the very stereotypical. Oh, oh, it's it's his daughter. It's his daughter. Of course, it is. Because God forbid they be unrelated. Like it's just. It's his clone. Sorry, it's it, not okay. his daughter. Yeah, but they tried to make it like, oh, it's your daughter. You should care for her. You should take care of her. It's, it's your a, daughter. It's a clone. It's it's, it's just, technically you at that point. Technically, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I said. It wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't didn't blow me away. So Spider Man. Raiders are coming back for the sequel. That's awesome. So, so how is so the sequel working? Yeah, is Marvel doing it? Is place. Sony? Oh, okay, gotcha. Is cut. Marvel doing it? Sony doing it? What, what's? Yep. They're, they're teaming up again. Yeah. Yep. So they're just they're just trying to share the rights from now on. Uh, it's produced by Marvel, and Sony, like, make, you know, makes it. So Marvel gets a cut of it. It's part so, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. First. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. How long until Fox and and Marvel figure their shit out and do the same thing with Fantastic Four? So, I guess maybe you guys don't know so much, but... So, you both watch Legion? Yes. So, the guy, Noah Hawley, who created Legion, the showrunner on that... FYI, Legion was phenomenal. I've only seen, like, three episodes. Oh, my God. It is I very loved good. it. He's doing um, a Doctor Doom movie. I, I heard that, but it's not going to involve Fantastic Four at all, right? Supposedly. You know what I mean? I don't know how you do a, a Doctor Doom movie without... Yeah, I've never seen him. You know, Fantastic... It's like, I don't know how you do a Venom movie without Spider-Man. Which is insane! Right. First off, <clears throat> love Tom Hardy, one of my favorite actors. But how the hell can you do that? The only thing that I I think you could do is if you took a little bit of the ultimate storyline where you... He, so you have the black uh, symbiote. symbiote isn't a symbiote. What it is is what they did in the comics is um, I think it was uh, Eddie Brock's dad and Peter Parker's dad like worked together to solve like a cure for cancer or whatever, and they made this like basically it would be like an exo suit that attaches to you and like stops the cancer from destroying your body. Or so they mixed that with the Agent Venom thing, where maybe Tom Hardy was uh, in the army. He gets his legs blown off. They use this. Oh, I've seen this. Anybody in a chamber becomes a blue guy, right? What Watchmen? That was no, Avatar. 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 Oh, right. Yeah, that's true. That was a great movie. Uh, so <laughs> then they make the, this, ex, you know, the suit that gives him legs, and he becomes Agent Venom, and he goes on these black ops missions for but the that's government. Not Venom. That's not the Venom that people know. It's I'm, a Venom. It's a that Venom that's know. so obscure that the fans. It's aren't not funny. so obscure because now, if you're a comic book reader, that is your Venom. That's. Crazy. I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I thought from. maybe they would do like a Guardians of the Galaxy, like you're on a symbiote planet type thing. Tom, I doubt that. I so severely doubt they'll do that. 
I mean, to me, as a logical, it would make sense to me, like, in Infinity War, we know that Peter Parker and the Guardians and everybody are going to be together. Right. At that point, the symbiote attaches to Spider-Man, and when he comes back, i.e. in Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Homecoming 2, whatever the name of it is, that symbiote, you know, detaches itself, goes off, attaches to Eddie Brock. We don't have to see it for the entire movie. We just know that that is the catalyst to what... Starts Eddie Brock. So I doubt that's going to happen. But what what's going to happen after Infinity Wars? Where's Marvel going after Infinity? So Wars? the next movie directly following Infinity War is Captain Marvel, I believe. And are, so are we seeing it's not any Black Panther? Sorry. Next, no, next year it's Black Panthers first, then Infinity War. No, it can't be. Uh, what would be the next one then after that? Are we Ant-Man seeing any of these characters yeah, again? And Wasp. Huh? Are we seeing any of these characters again? Spider-Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk. Well, we we're talking about Amazing Spider-Man: Homecoming too. I'm, I'm oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Spider-Man. I'm sorry, Spider-Man's and, a little and different. And I'm Wasp is after. I'm talking yep. about like Iron Man, Captain America. Like, are these characters gone? <laughs> they have not moving? announced any of their movies. So, are we moving on then? Are we moving on to Captain Marvel and Ant-Man, Wasp, Black Panther, Doctor Strange? Yeah. I feel like what Kevin Feige has come out and said. In, is that Amazing... I keep saying Amazing. Spider-Man Homecoming 2, whatever it ends up being called, it's a direct result of what happened in Infinity War. So things that happened directly affect Spider-Man. So if like the world is different and totally different, it's Spider-Man is dealing no, with it. No, what it's going to be is it's going to be Iron Man dies. I'm saying because whatever it is... That's what I said forever. Right. Iron Man dies... And Iron Man's been like a father figure to him, not just in, you know, the the Avengers movies, but also in Homecoming, that he's going to be mentally affected by it moving forward. Didn't I text you and I was like, I was like, in Infinity Wars, Thanos is about to kill Iron Man, Peter goes over to see him right before he dies, and he says the with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, possibly. And that's how we get it. I think that Iron Man's going to be the Jarvis of Spider-Man's suit yeah. going forward. So that Robert Downey is not out. Oh, he can just do the voice. He's just yeah. the voice instead of uh, Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, I, oh. that's that's my feeling. I think that's going to happen. But I think Cap. It's so hard. You know what I mean? Because you got Bucky, you got Falcon, you have other people who could be Captain America, Thor. I mean, I, I don't know. So I think, think I think that everything's going to change after. And they're movie. filming both Avengers movies back to back. They just started filming the second part one. two like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So that I mean that doesn't surprise me I guess because in the comic book you have these characters as far as Captain America goes that is played by different people like Steve Rogers and Bucky and so on. So I mean I guess you could keep Captain America going and Iron Man going just with the next generation of people playing them. Correct. That, you don't see that in movies, though. I mean, James Bond, maybe, but you don't really see that in movies very but often. But James Bond, again, is a different... It's just a standalone movie for right. the most part. But what I'm saying is, like, how often do you see a character continue and then change actors on purpose versus, oh, the actor just backed out? And most of the time you have fans like, oh, this is garbage because it's not the same actor it used to be. You know what I mean? Batman. Spider-Man. Superman. You know what I mean? It, it, de- it depends. This is, this, is a, this is a planned thing where in all those other movies, what happens is basically it's a reboot. Reboot, yeah. This wouldn't be a reboot. This right. would just be a continuation of yep. the story that we started in 2007 continuing on, which is what they do in comics. Right. So that yes. has 
never been done before. Right. Correct. That's what I was getting at. So we'll we'll see how see how it goes. Last bit of Marvel news here. Uh, the Inhumans premiered in the theater uh, this weekend. We're recording this on September 2nd, so uh, I don't know when I'm going to put this out. It doesn't make sense to put it out until Tuesday, because no one's going to listen to it on Labor Day. So, sorry guys. So, Inhumans has been in the theater since you've been listening. Couple days, yeah. And uh, I don't want to see it. I think it looks like complete fucking garbage, and I want to know what you guys think. Um, yeah, I kind of got kind of like a... Twilight-ish type vibe off the preview, so... I mean, just very, like, teeny bopper... What did you, What preview did you watch? Maybe I'm not thinking of Inhumans. <laughs> well, it sound like Inhumans is there a TV show that's, like, uh, Mutant... The Gifted? The, the gifted. gifted! That's what I'm thinking of. I will agree with that's you. That's kind of like a teeny bopper like, Twilight. Not at all. Oh, maybe I haven't even seen the Inhumans trailer, then. Yeah, I mean, There's I'm a not... girl who has long red hair. There's a giant pug bulldog that can, like, teleport. Yeah. No. That's different. Do you guys discuss... Dude from, from Game of Thrones, right? Ramsey? Yeah, yeah. Ramsey Bolton is a bad guy. Yeah, this is a surprise. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I want to see it. I don't know. I, the, the stuff I've read is, like, it, it's very much a TV show. So it's weird to see it in theaters. I just went and saw it. They said it's very much a TV show. It's weird to see it in theaters. But I, I think I'll still go see it. There's other things I want to see first, though, I, I think. I will not spend money in the theater to see it. I probably won't even watch it on TV because I have a feeling it's going to get canceled after like four episodes. Yeah. I so if it if it happened to go into season two and like people are like, wow, it started off really shaky and then it got insane, then I will tune into it. But until that point, I see no reason I to feel, watch it. I feel like it's super weird how both these the, the two big companies to me seem to be like on complete different... like. Cinematic and the so, television side. So Marvel does movies really well. Kind of sucks at network TV shows. DC puts out really good network TV shows. Movies have been questioned, except for Wonder Woman. Except for Wonder Woman. Except for by James Cameron. DC, <laughs> DC puts out really good comics. Marvel has continuously gotten panned over the last couple of years for the direction of their comics. It just—it's really weird that they're competitors, but they're never competing on this. You know what I mean? Same like, level, same yeah, stage. Yeah. They're, DC's good at what DC's good at. Marvel's good at what Marvel's good at. And um, I think that sometimes Marvel fans forget that there's holes in Marvel's armor, like the TV shows, the network ones, and the comics, because all we look at is the movie universe and how they've done better with the movie universe. Here, here's what I'll say, and I'm not, I'm not saying this as a, like... Oh, Marvel fans should beware. I'm saying this as I'm I'm worried as a comic book fan that Marvel's success is limited to the characters that you know. Like Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, you know them. Yes, that success kind of drew in Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a little more obscure. Um, but once those characters go away, and, and, and obviously Spider-Man they just got rights back to, but um, once those characters go away and you start moving on to, to Black Panther and Inhuman... The, that's when you're going to start seeing less and less people really be drawn to the theaters to watch this, and the success in the movie realm might decrease. So I would say yes and no. I mean, I would say you could say that same thing about DC, where people will go see Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Absolutely. maybe The Flash, but anything after that, I don't really see. Maybe Green Lantern? Absolutely. I, and I, yeah, I would agree with that 100%. I think the only difference is, is that DC's just starting to start off their movie cinema so they're not I think with if Marvel does trend downwards as DC's coming into this it might be a good alternative for fans and they might start going the other direction I'll give you a counter argument okay 
two two counter arguments on both sides. Doctor Strange, yeah. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad made more money than Batman versus Superman. Correct, but it also it made more money than seeing the big three on screen for the first time okay. ever, and, and it yes. won an Oscar. It did win. Yes, Suicide and Doctor Strange listen, listen. was Oscar nominated, okay. and it right. fucking made a shit ton of money. Suicide Squad <laughs> still received just as much negative um, feedback as any other WB movie, or any other. Um, well, DC don't say movie. Disney won't WB, but, but DC movie, yeah. So, and now they're talking about they're doing the backstory on Joker standalone. We, we, we're I mean, getting they, there. They already admitted that Su- the villain in Suicide Squad should have been Joker. People wanted to see him. People wanted to see Jared Leto's take. They wanted to see a Joker they haven't seen since Heath Ledger. And before that, since Jack Nicholson in the, in the late 80s. People want that. And, and that's why they went and saw it. Not many people went back and saw it because it didn't do very well. Actually, high. they did because it made almost a billion dollars. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean people went back and saw it. it just means yes, it does. People seeing it one one time seeing a movie does not equal that much money. You this is this is you multiple. Can't make that conclusion. I saw it two it's, times in the theater and I didn't even like it. That just means you waste money. That's what but that I'm means. but so did but. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. And you, as far you as cannot make that much money without multiple viewings, it's impossible. And your argument impossible. with Doctor Strange is is what that it was amazing movie. So Marvel's no, still it's in an it? obscure character that made a shit ton of money. I wouldn't say Doctor Strange is an obscure character. To, other than before last November, walk out in the street and tell me. Just say it to anybody. Hold up a picture of Doctor Strange. Hold up a picture of Spider Man, and go. Well, of Do you know who these people to, are? Of course, no, to any. To, to, but I mean, compared to Black Panther, like I no, agree that Black, Black Panther is more obscure than Doctor Strange. Uh, I don't know because I it's, definitely fight now. Miss Marvel. Yes. Yes. No. Totally way. all day. You're gonna put. You're gonna put Doctor Strange as less popular than Black Panther. Yeah, you're correct. out of your mind because yeah. there's I'll, no way. I yeah. would say that Black Panther. Spoke to a whole generation yeah, of people, a whole generation, a whole race of people, race and culture no, of people. Yeah, you, that's your their guy. You're out of your mind. Yeah, no, I, no, no. I think, I think, in my opinion, Doctor Strange is on that B level. Uh, Black Panther's on that C level. Oh. And when I say B, I mean next to Iron Man, Captain America. I, Guardians of the Galaxy is more obscure than Doctor Strange. Guardians of the Galaxy is an E level. Exactly. I mean, that's. So that's what I'm there's saying. There's no I'm argument that, there, but I'm, I'm saying, saying that some of these characters that maybe aren't first tier characters are, be, are getting popularity because Marvel's been successful. But as that success with Iron Man and Captain America fade. You're gonna get less of that trickle down happening. I would, I would. But say then, Guardians that, of the Galaxy is another counter argument. Yeah, I would, no, say, I would Guardi- say that Black Panther's C level for you. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many people he's high B level. Like that whole that's race, like, that's a hundred percent. He 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 wielded the Infinity Gauntlet at yeah, one point. Like, like he's who has it wielded? I mean, Marvel. No, I'm being serious. Like, no, there isn't a lot of people who have actually been. To me, able we don't. Do we it. talk a lot about how there's not a lot of. They're starting to become more, but there wasn't a lot of diversity in comic book heroes. So when there was one, those entire races linked to those. Characters. Yeah, like Luke Cage. I understand and, that. And Black I, I would even I, tell you that Miles Morales is way more popular than you would think to certain people. I'm sure that's I'm who they sure relate that to. They are, I'm sure that. That each character, regardless of race, has their backing, has that group that likes them a lot. But what I'm saying is that I think the success of those movies aren't because 
the majority of the audience is like, oh, I gotta go see Black Panther on screen. No, the majority of the audience is saying, man, these move these Marvel movies have been phenomenal. Let's go see the next one, whatever the next one may be. I think I think it's more split than you think. I think there are a lot of people that are like they're finally doing a Black Panther movie. I'm going to see that. Plus, that movie looks really. People good. had the exact same remark when it came to Deadpool. They're finally doing a Deadpool movie. Like, where's, just, yeah, where's Deadpool's popularity lie? Dead Deadpool is a very unique character in the sense. No, but that I mean on the on the ABC scale, where would he have been prior before, to the movie? Before prior to the movie, yeah, I would put Deadpool probably. Well, it depends. If you're talking about like most recent, like say a year or two prior to the movie, he was probably at a C, maybe a B. If you go further back than that, it would have been a D or E. Deadpool had its very strong niche following. But outside of that very strong niche following, it was small. So what made that movie a, such a success? The huge backing of a A-list celebrity, the years and years of conversation about the movie, the just awesome writing and directing that they had. I mean, it's like any other movie in general. Once those those hardcore fans go and see it on opening weekend and then come out of the movie theater and give their reviews and talk to their friends. Then you had some of the less hardcore people like, oh, let me go give this a shot because everybody's saying it's good. While Ryan Reynolds might be an A-list celebrity, his career was not exactly peaking before that movie. That dude was on the downfall. I can't even tell you the last movie that made money that he... Can you? That Ryan Reynolds did? No. I like that Safe movie, but nobody watched it. It didn't make money. Safe House? Safe House, yeah. Safe, yeah, with Denzel, right? Yeah. There was that one. There was our R.I.P.D. Green Lantern. Uh, like what? What was the, the what was? Was he still movie? getting cast? Kind of, but he's what not. He, kind of, he wasn't on. Like I, okay, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't what he was three, four, five years. Okay, before that. Ryan Reynolds. I, I I'll never say that he was a. I think he was a B list. A E list to what? me is like. Russell, people who win Oscars. Leo. True. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. You know I'll what I mean? You, Tom Cruise. I'll like give you that. fucking. I think he's still an A list. I, I can give you. No, he's an A list actor. I think, I think Ryan Reynolds was still an A list actor, but I can give you that there is a tier. There is a tier of like, I mean, Robert De Niro. Yes. There is a tier above that's, that. That's above yeah. him. I can, I can totally agree with that. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> anyway. We really can't win this argument, and it's gone on for far too long. So don't go see Inhumans. All right, <laughs> going on to DC. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys watched Vixen at all. Uh, Vixen. Did you guys watch Legends of Tomorrow? No. Yes. I don't. I don't. I never watched that. Did you watch? You remember Vixen, the girl who can turn into animals? Yes. 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 So she has a cartoon on CW Seed, and now it's going to come to CW. Here's cartoon a, is. Yeah. They have a cartoon show. I don't know how much. Like. I don't know how much it's going to go. I just read that that was a headline. Is it one of those where like the characters show up on the show and they're like, "Oh my god, are we in the cartoon?" They world? do. In, like, the really? Season. Yeah. Yeah. So they know their cartoons? No, no, it's not like that. But it's more like the characters, like oh, Grant I'm... Gustin voices the Flash. Yeah, in I'm the fine with that. Cartoon. I'm fine with that as long as they don't show up there and they're like, "Oh my god, what is this weird?" No, world no, it's we're not in? like a weird like um, supernatural. Here's the thing: it's funny that that me and Dave disagree on this, um, which is ironic because you're actually for DC in this argument, and I'm not. I don't think DC has done a good job in their TV shows. I think Flash is phenomenal. I love the Flash. It's getting a bit repetitive going into the fourth season, but whatever. It's still it's still good. Other than that, I lost interest in Green Arrow. 
I lost major interest and I'm severely disappointed in Gotham. Um, I didn't watch Legends of Tomorrow. Like, so I, I think that that's more of a time thing, though. Like, Gotham is way better now than it was in the first season. I hated the first season. The, the I, second season was very good. Last season was good. And then what it looks like they're doing with next season, I, I think that that show has steadily gotten better. Um, see, Arrow disagree. Hit, a, hit a valley. Like, it definitely drooped, but Did last season was the last, good. The last season was, was very good. Flash has been consistently good. Supergirl's awesome. Supergirl, Supergirl I, don't, I haven't I don't even watched. Watch. So Martian Manhunter in that is just awful. The only reason I don't watch it is because I haven't had time to watch the first season. So Supergirl is... It took five episodes, but once you get there, it is all... Because it's the one that doesn't care the most. It really does, like, a good job of, like, just... Being fun, it doesn't. It does not go down to those dark valleys like those guys do. It really stays pretty even keel, positive. See, I don't and, like that's, that. and that's what that's Legends. Why, was that's why me. you like Superman. That's why I, because he's positive. No, because he'll never what? lose. You are out of that's control Superman. with your ridiculous assumptions. That's why I like Batman. That's why I like DCs because they are a darker, more adult comic. You are <laughs> noir. Yeah, yeah, it's more noir. He is a de- detective. All right. So, anywho, uh, so we can't really. There's no win to say right. an opinion. Have um, you seen any of this comic book TV show or this uh, cartoon TV show? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's cartoon. It's fine. Brenton Thwaites has been cast as Nightwing in the upcoming Titan show. Who the hell is Brenton? Don't know. He actually kind of looks like Grant Gustin. He does look like which emo is kind of funny. Emo Grant Gustin. But uh, more more than the picture of this kid, what do you guys think of the fact that we're seeing a Titan sh- What's show? What's it going to be on? Doesn't he look look at his hair? If he took his hair out, that's Grant Gustin again. Yeah, actually. he looks at like Grant Gustin and the kid who plays Batman in Gotham. Gotham combined. Yeah. Um, he does. It's so weird. that's that was my question. What do you guys think of this live action Titan show, which is going to be from? Greg Berlanti, okay. who's done all the CW stuff, Akiva Goldsman, again, Jeff Johns, and Sarah Schechter, who also oh, does well, all the other stuff. It's, it's a Teen Titans, so it's going to be night. It's going to be Robin. It's going to be nah, no. It's going to be Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson, yeah, Dick Grayson. Starfire, Raven, Beast Boy, and uh, who's the other one? That oh, Cyborg. Is? That's where Cyborg should be. So you are absolutely Dude, correct. That is where Cyborg should be. Flash, Wonder, Flash, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, Cyborg. Which one of these things? Green does Lantern. Not, Cyborg Green Lantern. is one of the main Justice League characters. He is, is he, now. He is, is he, since the New Fifty Two. So the since two thousand and eleven, last six years. Yep, but before that. Oh, uh, before that. Uh, before he was he in the comics at all. You've uh, never read anything of the New 52, so I all your too. reference should be I before that time anyway. So if you take a picture of Cyborg and take him out on the street, do people know who he is? <laughs> yeah. There's nobody is? on the streets. Like, why why, why are the streets in this city? Because Webster. They're not so, little the people just waiting to be asked questions. This is where life is worth living. Yeah. So, yeah. if you took a picture of Cyborg on the street, do you think people will know who he is? No, he's definitely an obscure if character. If you took a picture of Wonder Woman, well, Superman, obscure, Batman, Flash... Out on the street, do you think listen, people will know who? The, listen, I'm just asking. Listen, yes or no, no, no. Shut listen, people will know who they are. Listen <laughs> to my, my I will. I'm just asking you to at least let yes, me finish mine first. Would. So that's why would. I say, which one of those things doesn't even Aquaman? Which I forgot about him. Which one of those things doesn't belong? It's Cyborg. The Justice League. Everybody in DC has been part of the Justice League at some point in the comic books. People go in and out of the Justice League and out of the Avengers like they're changing underwear. It's a point, but. 
there's those there's those main characters that have always been central to the group. And Cyborg is one of them. He's Since always kind of been in the Justice League Since 2011, yeah. for the last six years. <laughs> six years. Not to Longer mention than my the kids other 70 years. That he wasn't How many characters were in the Justice League that don't even, aren't in comic books anymore? You can't be like, oh, they should be in the... Now, to answer your original, original Would question... Would you go see a Cyborg movie? Standalone? Yeah. No. Would you go see a Flash movie? Now that we have the TV show, yeah. Would you go Before see, the TV would show, you, no. Would I you go see a Wonder Woman movie? I haven't yet, so no. Well, you will. Batman? No, yes. I don't like Batman. Superman? Well, of course. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, like Aquaman. No, I would definitely. I'm, I am definitely. Before, going. before this Aquaman, would you have gone and seen Aquaman standalone movie? I think that he never got properly portrayed. The okay. only thing I ever saw him so on live action shit. was the. You're only saying it to, to uphold on, your what you call it entourage. No. That was the time that we saw Aquaman. That was that was great. He was also in, no, he was, <laughs> also he was in on Smallville, but Smallville. That's the guy that I was talking about. He was well, in Smallville. So we've seen two cinematic um, yeah. But to, to answer your question, I am I excited about this TV show? I'm excited about this TV show because it's another comic book TV show that you I, won't watch. And I want I want you comic don't like book. any of the other DC comic <laughs> book shows. <laughs> Sorry, so let's finish this point. I want comic books, and and that's something to be more prevalent. I like the movies. I like the TV shows. It's good for the industry. Um, but am I excited about this specific TV show? I mean, no, I'll check it out, but it's not something I'm going to like sit down and make sure I watch. Well, we don't know yet until you yeah. see the first episode. True. Maybe you will. Um, Dave, I mean, what are your thoughts? I'll probably check it out and see if I can, what day is it going to be on? It doesn't, I mean, they haven't even started filming yet. Yeah, I mean. Saturday. It's probably my, the, the one, I'm not that looking for, I'm not looking forward to it that much just because I don't really care a ton about the characters but I could have told you that about Legends when they first started and I like that show so I'll, I'll give it a chance Legends. I'll give it a chance I, I I didn't finish last season I just stopped caring it just doesn't it did not appeal to me as much the anymore. George Lucas episode so what, was good so what DC shows do you watch? Are you, I watch uh, Flash, Arrow, Supergirl I don't watch Gotham I have heard that I should um, and then so I don't like you know I started watching Legends it got you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I've gotten to a point where there's so much good TV and good movies that it was not I just, amazing. just stop. Yeah, it's like I was watching Agents of Shield, and then I was like, I just don't care as much. And why do I want to spend, you know, hours and hours when there's like there's a Game of Thrones, there's like, a Vikings, there's like you, so many other things that I should be watching. I'm watching Orphan Black right now, and I fucking love it. And it's like. I should have been watching this for years. You hit the nail right on the head. I think that's why I haven't sat down and watched these. Because when I do have time to sit down and watch a movie or TV show, if you're not there are so in. many other ones that yeah. I've heard are just going to blow me away. I'd rather start there before I get to the ones that are like, oh yeah, it's pretty good. You know, It's getting to that, you know, we, we all work together at a movie place at Family Video. And we would be able to get movies for free, rentals for free. And I'd go home with a stack of movies mm-hmm. and I'd give them a 15 minute rule. If at 15 minutes I wasn't invested in the movie, I turned it off. Once I got past 15 minutes, I would finish it. But it's it's kind of getting to that point, maybe not 15 minutes, but where I just don't have that much patience because there's only so much time in the day unless mm-hmm. something's like glow. Where right off the bat, I go, holy shit, this is really cool show. <laughs> she was she was naking. She was naked in the first five minutes. minutes but <laughs> I'm waiting for that for years <laughs> since. Uh, um, Community. Community, yeah. yeah. She's a madman, too. Yeah, birdie. But anywho, uh, that wasn't the only reason why I think. Uh, moving on. Joss Whedon has I, been... 
I wanted to think, <laughs> you never said anything about Gotham. You said you stopped watching and you had all this stuff, but you never really said why you stopped watching. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Sorry. To me, Gotham was kind of pitched as, um, we're going to do, I don't know if anybody's familiar with the comic book, uh, Gotham Knights, but it was the same idea. We're, we're not going to really involve Batman. Same kind of characters, but it's going to be very noir, detective, there's going to be real murders, Commissioner Gordon's going to try to solve stuff, like how he became Commissioner Gordon. And I was like, that sounds awesome. That sounds like a detective, noir, law and order taking place in Gotham. Sounds dope. It sounds amazing. And I think we actually made a reference um, in one of our podcasts early, early, early on about a law and order Gotham and how cool that would be. I think that was one of the pitches, yeah. Um, And then I sat down and watched it and it was like, you... First off, it took him like not even half a season to try to pull in every major Batman villain as a child. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what's worse than watching the Penguin try to destroy Batman as an adult, even though he's ne- never going to happen? Watching him try to do it as an 18-year-old punk kid who you just want to punch in the mouth. Like, it was just awful. And then I think once they realized that, and they started trying to incorporate Court of Owls... And then you got more about Bruce Wayne becoming Batman. And now, in this upcoming season, they're advertising him actually wearing... like a proto-Batman. A proto-Batman. It's like, the kid's not even out of high school yet. How is he even dressing as Batman? Nobody's noticing this? Like, I just... I I just totally didn't like it at all. I didn't didn't get attached to any of the characters. Bullock was just kind of running around like an idiot the whole time. It was bad. I I didn't like it. I still don't like it. Fair. I just wanted to hear your opinion. Joss Whedon is getting credited as the writer of Justice League. Uh, he took really? Over, yeah, he took over uh, in ooh, earlier this year. I can't remember yeah, April it was like or whatever. February or March. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after you know Zack Snyder had to leave, so yeah. I mean, I know he's also going to be. I I thought he was going to get credit as co-director. Yeah. He wrote. He rewrote so much of it that he's getting writer credit. I think he was working on this movie. For a while. It's in my opinion. You mean like secretly or like on his own? No, no, no. I think like... Secretly like... You know how they'll bring in like... So they did it for Rogue One. I think like Tony Gilroy like helped write some of it. And then it was like, okay, it's rumored that Tony Gilroy directed some scenes in Rogue One. Like the ending. Where he's not credited other than like as a, a writer in there. And I think Joss Whedon, now that he like publicly has come out as the person who's going to take over, I think they're like, well, give him that writing credit. Okay. He probably should get co-directing credit, but I think he's probably been in the background. So are we? Is this the, is this the part of the show where we actually talk about Justice League? Because I have much to say about. Um, let's wait. Let me get through some of this other stuff first, because we'll get bogged down by just, uh, I feel. Okay. I mean, we so even, We haven't even hit a commercial break, and we're at an hour right now. That's fine. It'll be a two-parter. This is part one. Um, so, before, yeah, before we get into that, uh, David F. Sandberg, who is directing the supposed Shazam movie, said that he's going to be using different actors to portray uh, the kid Billy Batson and the adult god Shazam. Well, I mean, I would think so. Well, instead of using, like, Hobbit technology where they um, just shrink them or whatever. Yeah, no, they should be too complete. I mean, to, the, the characters in the book don't they look like a child and adult version, but they don't look like the same person, you know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, they, and they do that in every movie ever. Like, every movie where there's a flashback of someone as a child. It's well, a this, child that's the thing, point. though. That this isn't, like, a flashback. This is, that's like, true. he hits Shazam becomes the adult. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I thought when I first read it that they were using separate actors as whatever's going on in the 
DC movie universe. Like, they're going to cast the Shazam for Justice League or whatever, and then this guy's going to use different actors for his movie. That's what I thought that meant. That makes more sense to me. Yeah. I still hold high hopes that they're eventually leading up to a uh, multi-universe movie, and that's why they're doing different actors well, in the TV Flash, show. Well, the Flash movie's called Flashpoint. Good. So, Good. quite possibly, maybe... <laughs> we'll talk about at least, it. At least give me some homage. At least, at least for the, the the guy playing Flash in the TV show in the movie, like in the background selling newspapers or something. Give me, give me something, because he's done a great job. He arguably is one that's carrying your your TV um, series, The Flashes. Oh, arguably. maybe maybe Green Arrow a little bit yeah, too. Yeah, arguably. Uh, Jonathan Spathes is writing Justice League Dark. Um, Jonathan Spates is the writer behind Prometheus before it got taken over. Uh, I think he wrote... Hold on, hold on, hold on. You've definitely seen his movies. He's written, like, a shit ton of movies. Uh, Doctor Strange, um, he wrote Passengers, um, The Darkest Hour, Prometheus, so, anywho. What do you think about him writing Justice League Dark? Um... I, I hate to say this, but DC is lowering my expectations with every move they make. So, just don't make it a steaming pile of shit, please. But that's that's kind of my my thoughts. Okay. I mean, some of those movies I liked. Some of them I didn't. Um, Power for the course, I guess. It doesn't like raise excitement. You know what I mean? Like it yeah, doesn't no, raise excitement. But... It sucks that I'm with you, but I'm with you. Yeah. There was a time when Guillermo del Toro was attached to Justice League Dark. Right, that would and be at that time I was so there, flipping out. And I do have two feelings about that. So I feel like a lot of what DC has done is gone out and got big directors to make these movies. Um, like what's her name, Patty Jenkins? And she wasn't a big director. What else? She did Monster. Yeah. Right. And then I mean, Oscar nominated, but who's doing Aquaman? What else did she do? James Just, Wan. James Wan, big act, big director. Who's doing um, Justice League? Joss Whedon, Zack Snyder. Um, yeah, but Zack don't, Snyder who's doing there. the stupid Joker movie? Well, we don't we don't know. The rumors are those are pretty some pretty big names that I've heard yeah. thrown out there. But here's here. So this is what happened, right? With directors in Hollywood, and it, it happened on the D- Disney side of things with Star Wars specifically. You got Josh Trank, right? Who was an up and coming actor or up and coming director. Yeah. He did Chronicle, people loved it. He was attached to do the Boba Fett movie, and then all of a sudden he does Fan Four Stick and it fails and he gets kicked off. Yeah. Then you have um, like the Lego kids, right? The Lego guys, yeah. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller doing Han Solo. Not really known, for, you know, they did 21 Jump Street and stuff like that, but then they get kicked off and Ron Howard comes in. Like, yeah. at this point, and then you had Carrie Fu- the guy who directed Dope, who was going to do Flash. He's gone. There was another, like, obscure name director who you're like, oh, wow, that would be really cool to do Flash again. And then he's gone. I feel that DC now, and maybe, and I can definitely tell that Disney's doing it now, where they're trying to be more safe. If you said Steven Spielberg was directing The Flash, everybody in the fucking, even Cyborg, everyone would see it. Everyone would see it. You know what I mean? Martin Scorsese, we'll go into it, is attached to be... Um, producer. Yeah, producer on, on the Joker prequel movie. Nobody in the world would see a Joker prequel movie. Even Bob. 
you would go, why the fuck do I need to see this? Part of the appeal of Joker is not knowing his true origin. But if you said Scorsese is going to do it, well, what, Goodfellas? You know what I mean? Like, like what is he doing with this? Like, I want to know why, what, what he would do to a Joker movie. The director's pretty big, too, that I heard. I forgot who it was. I can't remember either, but, like, that's the thing. It's like, so, if you get these big-name people to be attached to these projects that have a good, long history of making movies that are good, you know what I mean? Like, uh... Um, well, I mean, you can't yeah. blame them for playing it safe, because... I, I mean, these These comic book movies have... Have arguably set new heights uh, for budgets and for you know I mean the number of actors you're having in this you got to pay them so this you're you're investing more money into it you have to take a little bit of a safer route yeah and DC's been been you know mildly drawing blanks and you know so of course they're going to say let's let's make this as safe as possible if this is still the route we're going to go down so the rumored Wonder Team for the Joker prequel movie is Scorsese producing Todd Phillips of Hangover fame directing right. and Leo attached right now as the as the first choice to be Joker. Which so let's talk if about that. If that came out, people would go see it. But let's I don't know where Todd Phillips fits into the equation. Todd Phillips whatever. Like, really you know what I mean? The Hangover the movies hangover. made money, but like that's just, to me a dumb bet, but then I also can't say that because it's like the guy who did uh the Ant Man movie, which Ant Man was pretty good, but it was like Corey Stoller I can't remember who the director was, but it was like, who, who is this guy? And he ended up making a good movie. Um, I'm more wondering how you have Leonardo DiCaprio, who's older than Jared Leto, be in a prequel Joker movie. That, to me, makes zero fucking sense. Like, zero sense. I think Leo can do whatever he wants. But I, does that make any sense to you, Bob? I think the very idea... Of a Joker prequel movie, it's disgusting. Makes me sick. But with Leonardo DiCaprio, here's, here's the thing. The killing joke it's funny. Give so we were we were talking prior to starting recording about how um, DC is doing some amazing things in the comic book genre, and one of them is it was recently announced that they're going to do a story where Joker actually gets cured of whatever mental illness he has and goes back to being uh, Jack Napier. Uh, Jack Napier is the character that Jack Nicholson plays in the uh, 1989 no. movie. Um, directed by Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Um, he plays Jack Napier in the beginning, turns into the Joker. It was the first, so this is going to be the first time that DC ever references Jack Napier in the comic books because Joker doesn't have a backstory. In addition to talking about that, we are also talking about earlier in the podcast about I am not a fan of them ta- taking a character and changing significantly important things about that character. And one of them is Joker's one of the only characters that doesn't have a backstory. We don't know why he is obsessed with Batman. We don't know why he wants to see the world burn. We don't know why he's as crazy and psychotic and insane as he is. And that's what makes him the Joker. That's what makes him an appealing character is that we have no idea why he's doing this. He's doing it strictly for the sake of Doing it as far as we, as far as we know. It's funny. I don't want to know why. I don't want to know why because if I know why, then there's got to be a way to fix that. And that's the whole point of the Joker is that you can't fix him. He's just truly insane, and there's no coming back from it. In fact, I read an interesting theory. Uh, side note: that Joker is actually the most sane character in the comic books, and he's the only person that's aware 
that he's a comic book character, which is why he's doing all these outlandish things because he knows that he can't die. He knows Batman can't die because they're all comic book characters. Sounds that, and I was like, that's like, pretty cool. You sounds had like me until cool. yeah, that's that kind of cool part. But there is a new comic book. I think it's by Sean Murphy called Batman White, and it's going to be from the Joker's perspective. Um, and it's going to be basically that Joker looks at Batman as the villain. So they, that's what it's going to, it's like a flip of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Sean Murphy is an amazing fucking artist and a good writer. Uh, so anywho, yeah, it's going to be, um... That's in the comic miniseries Alternate Reality, it's the Joker, cured of his insanity, who sees the Batman as just another part of the city's vicious cycle of crime, and he sets out to stop him. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, where he becomes Jack Napier again. Okay, so that's it. So it's Batman White. Great. Figured that one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but now, with that being said, I am a huge Joker fan, a huge Batman fan. Will I go see it? Of course I will. I will it, go yeah. see it. I will probably see it two or three times, and I will ridicule it the entire time, and then I'll own it on I, Blu-ray. Wait, to quote <laughs> you from earlier, me seeing Suicide Squad twice, that's a waste of money. <laughs> Absolutely. It, yeah. it is. Dave? So, so what I'll say is it appeals to common people, the non-us. Um when that news broke about that, yeah, movie, but wouldn't you as it even a I'm going to go see it. Movie, I'm just saying no, I'm not as not excited you. about it as a casual moviegoer. And you cool. heard that there was a prequel starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Wouldn't you go? What? No, <laughs> I would. I would, I would go. I don't wait, care about their it's age. It's starring Leonardo DiCaprio. It's got Scorsese attached. When I sent that text out to all my buddies that aren't really like us. as huge comic book fans as us, yeah. They were like, oh, that sounds fucking awesome. And I'm like, yeah, but the cool thing about Joker is there is no story. And they're like, they'll do it fine. Don't worry. Yeah. Eh. They'll, they'll do it fine. And I, they'll ruin the character. But, you know, at the same token... They the same token, because he exists in the comic Right. And, and, and Jack Nicholson did kind of give him a backstory in the original Batman, so... And the killing joke kind of gives you a little bit, too. Yeah, but the killing mm. joke was teed up as... as It's just another story it's he just told... A, yeah, just, it's, just a, his, you know, it's not like his actual backstory. It's an Alice world. So. Yeah, um, that's, what I'm hoping this, that's what I'm hoping this movie is. It's an Alice world. It's is a, it supposed to be connected? Because I heard it wasn't. See, I heard it was. I heard it was going to be connected. And it was going to tee up to Suicide Squad two, where he's going to play the villain in that. Right now, there's there's a lot of disconnect as to what the DCEU is doing. As far <laughs> even inside the DCEU, into, yeah, but like <laughs> they they they're. They're coming up with all these different movies. There's a Nightwing movie, there's a Batgirl movie, there's a Suicide Squad, there's a Joker origin movie, there's Shazam, there's Black Adam. There, I mean, like, there's a large list of movies that, you know, the Batman um, had been announced, and then some of them exist within the timeline of what we know that we're seeing in the Justice League, and then some of them exist outside of it. Let me ask you this. So, uh, on a side note, there's been a lot of conversation on the web about... Um, Affleck playing Batman in the Batman movie. Do you have you heard anything as far as definite if he is or isn't? So they have been. That was actually the last thing I was going to talk about. Um, was Ben Affleck being part of the Batman movies? But you've ruined that. But sorry, you sorry, guys. It. Um, Should we do a commercial break? No, no, we're just done. We, yeah, I mean, as far as we won't. It's fine. Right. So this piece of information is that we don't know. Like, Bat, or Ben Affleck has come out and said, 
there's no way that Batman doesn't exist within the DC Cinematic Universe. That doesn't say that there's no way that Bat Affleck right. exists. And like his brother came out and said he wasn't going to do it, but then, then he, he came out and was it. like, he, he, I am going to do it. And yeah. DC, I think, released a statement saying... I think saying he said, they, like, I'm involved with a Batman movie. Right. I don't right. think he's literally said, I am Batman. <laughs> like Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah, even Matt Reeves has said contradictory things. Yes. Recently, there was a report yesterday that I read that to- the uh, Hollywood Reporter was going a little bit more in-depth about this Leonardo DiCaprio thing, and in that article they said that Ben Affleck is not playing Batman, that this is an origin movie, the Batman, that leads into who he is in Batman vs. Superman, but it's a different... Batman who will take place outside. Now, let me ask you this question. Do you think that this is all kind of a setup to like spur buzz on the movie and is he or isn't he and he hasn't really said it and who knows? I think it hurts the movie. You mean Justice League? No, I think the Batman movie. I think it hurts that. How does it hurt that? I think people are sick of switching. Well, that's what I'm saying. What if what if they they're saying okay he's involved in the movie, but they're not releasing if he's playing Batman or not, and then you turn on the movie and you find out oh he's in the movie and he's playing he's playing um, who's who's the the ah oh, god who's the guy that took over the mantle for a little while while Batman's back was broken with Bane? Asriel maybe he's playing Asriel and he's been playing Asriel the entire time and all this is another Bruce Wayne like I mean what if they're I'm not saying it's a good idea I'm just saying what if they're setting up something like that I would hate it. <laughs> I thought Ben Affleck was a kick-ass Batman. So did I. And I, he was the he got me excited like Michael Keaton got me excited when I was a kid. And eight years old, scene. I mean, in your pants. Michael, Michael Keaton got you excited when you were. Yes, yeah, so when I was a kid, old. he got me really excited. But you know, to see Batman on on screen, seeing that scene in Batman vs Superman where he just destroys all those criminals mm-hmm. is like what I've been waiting for. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, he's... I think Ben Affleck should should be Batman. I think that if you do a prequel movie, you know, I guess like Ben Affleck needs to do it like right now. But if they want to do a trilogy, Ben Affleck's also not getting any younger. And if you got the next fucking ten years to make three movies, or however many years it takes, seven or whatever, and and Ben Affleck is closer to. I don't know how Ben Affleck is. Well, but they purposely gave him gray hair and stuff in BVS to make. No, but him I'm saying if you older. were, say Ben Affleck is 45 right now, right, and he's doing a prequel, right. To, well, so here's the other thing: yeah. is it is it a prequel immediately before Batman vs Superman? Because I'm fine with that. You've said this numerous times. Stop giving me the origin story. I know how Batman came around. Like, just give me Batman as Batman and a good villain and a good storyline. Yeah, but that's what I mean. By prequel, I just mean a story that takes place before Batman. So not necessarily the origin of Batman. Good, because I don't want that a hundred times. No, we're not going to get that. But we did get it. How does he become Batman? We We didn't get that. Really? We didn't get him in Crime Alley getting his mom getting shot, his dad getting shot again? Okay, flashbacks that amounted to eight minutes of the entire movie is not a prequel movie. Especially Especially when the movie was like four hours long. True. Um, The best four hours of Dave's life. (laughs) We're not going to get Batman Begins again. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what I I I think. I think we're just going to get a movie. Hopefully it's like Arkham. Here's the thing, though. Actually, actually, I'll argue that. Even Batman Begins, I don't really see as a true origin story because... 
like when I when I see origin story, I mean I don't Please argue I this. get it. His okay, it is an origin story. But when I when <laughs> I refer Batman Begins, <laughs> it's not the first movie. I'm really waiting for when this. I, when I think origin you? story, I mean like I don't. You don't have to give me the whole crime alley, parents dying. He's an orphan. But we did get all that. I don't give if you want to give me. Okay, he decides to become Batman, and he's going to start. The movie starts off with him learning how to fight. Or, or training in the in the Himalayas with a monk, like that's fine. I get, I'm go with that I don't want because to you that. can do that differently each time. So I'm getting a new take on it. I don't want that yeah. ever again. Yeah. Just like I don't want to see Uncle Ben die again. Yeah. I just don't. I've seen it. <laughs> I'm too traumatized. We get it. Yeah. But at the same thing, I don't need to see his. You know, it's just just give me a fucking Batman movie. At this point, everybody in the world knows <laughs> who Batman is. They get it. That's they right. don't need to that's ever right. need an explanation of how this man became who he is. It's just that's it. Same thing with Superman. We get it. He he showed up in Kansas. He lived his fucking life. His, his dad stupidly sacrificed his life for no fucking reason. Like it's just like just show this guy punching. <laughs> totally could have run face. out of that twister. I'm you so, had time to wait. It makes me so and mad. Your son is a superhero. Of all the times to have him do his powers, I'd be like, yeah, come get me. This like, is the wait one until, time like, over here. Where you could have just. It wouldn't have mattered because nobody was paying attention. Yeah. Nobody was looking at this tornado. They just, if he went, ran there, ran back, nobody would have noticed. Nobody would have noticed. Instead, he's like, no, I have to die here. Yeah. I, um, here's, yeah. I, so back to the Joker origin story. Like I said, I'll watch it, but I don't really care. I think I think most of America will go see anything that Scorsese and DiCaprio are attached to. Yeah. Correct. I mean, they're, so, the part of it is awesome. Exactly. Let's end with the way that we used to end it. Uh, what are you geeking out on? Uh, I'm currently geeking out on Game of Thrones. It is one Where of my. Where are you at? I'm two episodes away from the end. Okay. Um, it's it's my favorite TV, my favorite TV show of all time. I, I mean, numbered se- second wouldn't even be close. I love dragons. I love fantasy. Um, they do a great job not making it overly cheesy. Uh, I'm gonna start it from episode one and watch the whole thing again. Before the the last season comes out, 2019 probably. Yeah, so I'll be watching. So that's what I'm geeking out on right now. Um, along with again trying to catch up on some of the comic book movies that have come out. Oh me, uh, I've been watching a lot of TV shows lately. Uh, Defenders, I'm still trying to finish. Narco season three came out Friday, so I want to watch that because I like the Narco show. Um, Power, I just binge watched like the f- and caught up to. I think it's like. Three seasons, four seasons. I think. What it's is this again? Power is a show on stars. Um, it's about this like black dude that was a drug dealer, and then he became like a. He wanted to go like legit. So this is Fifty Cent. It's yeah. Okay. Um, but he's not. I always thought he was the main character. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's complete cheese. He's not the main character. He's okay. in like some of the shows. Okay. He's like the main characters. Um, he taught the main character everything when he was coming up through like the gang and drug okay, kind okay. of thing. Gotcha. So it was just good. I didn't think I would like it. Even like about ten minutes into it, I was like, eh, "This is kind of weird." This dude looks like M- another dude looks like Eminem, and then I was like, "And then it picks up," and I was like, "Okay, like I'm hooked." And I watched four seasons of it, and I'm caught up completely on that. Um, so I'm just watching a lot of TV shows. It's good. Yeah, uh, I'm rewatching Stranger Things to prep me for season two. I do want to do that. When's that? Uh, October twenty eighth, I want to say, or twenty okay. seventh, or something. Um, and then started watching Voltron, uh, the new cartoon, which is really good. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix, yeah. And I, I need more half-hour things, because there's so many hour things that I have, it's hard. 
And, um, gee, I'm really debating if I should buy Destiny or not. Destiny 2. Talk about uh, your, your comic book coming out. Oh, yeah. I have a comic book coming out eventually. It's called Hollowed. It follows two detectives as they track down a serial killer that leaves the insides of its victims completely hollowed out. And um, it's hard from that description to tell you that it's a sci-fi comedy, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Kickstarter. I'll, I'll give you guys more information about it and check out on don'tforgettotowl.com. Um, I'll definitely be putting stuff and pimping it out on there. Yeah. Cool. I also started watching a really cool show called The Rock Con and Sewer. It's about this like geeky dude who goes out and eats food. It's pretty hey, cool. They, they came up, you did a great job on that, man. It sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. I think the, the biggest thing to me was um, the quality of it. That's all. Yeah, the quality came out phenomenal. And, uh, man, that launch party was just great. Damn, sorry. Anyone who missed it. Yeah, Rock Connoisseur is uh, my food and beverage show here in Rochester, uh, New York. Just in case you listen to this in Dubai, you're not going to be able to come to any of the places I visit. Or, Ro- <laughs> or Rochester, Minnesota. Rochester, Minnesota also. <laughs> Rochester, Michigan. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, there's, a, there's both. So, why don't you guys say bye? Yeah. Um, see you later, guys. Um, hopefully those geeks you knew will be those geeks you know again soon. And this is Casey saying thanks for listening. 